Hey team, welcome to Rewriting Wellbeing, the teacher's health podcast, the show that helps you thrive and not just survive both in and out the classroom. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are doing really, really well today. You are joined as always by me, your host, Charlie Burley, the teacher's health coach. And today I've got another quick snack episode for you, something to help you feel good on your Friday and give you something to ponder over the weekend. So today I'm going to tell you a story and I want you to bear with me on this one. I'm going to tell you why doing another diet is like going to a really awful optician. So picture this for me. Your vision has been a bit more blurry recently. You'll be getting more regular headaches and you know that it's been a few years since your last checkup with the opticians. So you go and you book yourself in an appointment. Now you've been a few times before, you know exactly what you're going to expect. They're going to sit you down. They're going to ask you some questions. They're going to complete a few tests and ask you feedback. You know, they'll puff the air in your eye. They'll get you to look at all the different letters and numbers and, and they'll try a few different things out and they'll do some, do some tests on you. But This time, I want you to imagine that something different happens. I want you to imagine that you go to a really awful optician. So you go to see them and they take you to the room and they just sit you down and they just look at your eyes and they sort of scratch their chin a little bit and they look a little bit confused and they sort of, you know, look like they don't really know what they're doing. They look down at their glasses that they've got and they scratch their chin a bit more. Then they look back at your eyes and they pause for a second and they say, hmm, you know what, these glasses work for me, so you can just have mine. And they declare this to you as if it's completely normal. And they give you their glasses, give you a pat on the back as the confusion covers your face, and they send you send you out the door, and they send you on your way. None the wiser to what you actually need for your eyes, and most importantly, why you need it. Now I want you to think, how would you feel about that appointment? What would you think about that optician? And most importantly, Would the glasses actually work for you? And would they get you in a better place with your sight? You can imagine the answers to these questions, right? Now, this is essentially exactly what we do when we go on yet another generic diet. We take a random off-the-shelf approach that has worked for someone else at some point in time. And quite often, these things have been made more confusing with random jargon and made-up system that's basically there designed to keep you coming back long-term and to keep taking your money from you. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because you know I'll, I'll go off on a rant. Um, but we, we do this. We, we take this diet and we expect it to fit us, our preferences and our lifestyles. And even more ridiculously, um, and I've been here, by the way, there's zero judgment. I've done this multiple times in the past. We expect it to work forever. You know, we expect to go on a six week diet or go to said club for, you know, 12 weeks. And we expect after that point that it's just going to stick. We're going to lose the weight. We're going to be healthier and it's just going to work for us. What's more is when it doesn't work, because let's be honest, we know that deep down, we know it's not going to work. We know that these approaches just don't work long term for 99% of people. What's more is when that happens, we then end up confused and we end up worse blaming ourselves and we think it's our fault. We think the responsibility lies with us. We feel that, you know, we are the problem, essentially. And this doesn't just damage, you know, it doesn't just take up your time, your effort, your energy and your money. It damages your self-belief. It damages your self-worth. It shatters your confidence in yourself that you're actually able to do this, which is heartbreaking. And I talk to people, talk to teachers 
literally every single week who go through this. And it genuinely is heartbreaking because it's them who suffers and they end up blaming themselves. But I want to reframe this for you, this situation. In that glasses example, who is to blame? Is it you as the patient or is it the optician? Clearly, you are not the problem here. Clearly, it is the approach and the optician. I want to quickly tell you a story because, as I said, I've been through this multiple times myself and I think it's always good to to share your own experiences and to be really open and honest about this kind of stuff because we can sometimes feel a bit embarrassed, we can feel a bit like we're being judged and there's, there's nothing embarrassing about this. Millions of people do this all of the time, you know, you are not the only one. I think that's important to know but I want to tell you a bit of a story about my very, very first coach and you might have heard me talk about this before. So this is going back a number of years now. This is about four years ago. And it was a really, really terrible experience. Essentially, I had just made the decision that I wanted to become a qualified nutritionist. um, And I wanted to become a coach. And I wanted to help people in the way that I had um, helped myself in recent years with my well-being, with my health, with my nutrition, um, all these different things. So I... um, Apparently, I'm doing my little uh, rabbit ears, you can't see me. I apparently won a competition on this person's podcast. And I'm not going to say names because that's not important. Um, but I won a free uh, appointment, a free consultation call. Um, and essentially, I didn't. It was just a way for them to get inquiries. But I gave the po- their podcast a review. Um, and I got this message, got this email saying, you've won, you know, you've been selected, you know, me, me uh, out of that many pool of people, which is just me on my own, you have been selected to have a free consultation. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. This person had 100,000 followers. And I thought that that meant that they'd be amazing at what they did. It turns out that simply that meant that they were willing to profit off of the following they had built based on their body and their physique, um, no matter what the cost for the people who they coached. But that's a story for another day and we're not going to go down that rabbit, sh- uh, rabbit hole. This is all about um, diets. So this coach told me that if I wanted to get into coaching myself, basically what I need- needed to do was um, do a photo shoot. And you'll probably notice on my social media, there are no photos of me from my photo shoot. And there is there are many reasons why. First of all, I don't agree with before and after photos anymore. I don't agree with um, promoting an unrealistic expectation of our bodies. Number two, I don't really want to work with that demographic of people who are interested in photo shoots and that sort of thing. And number three, because, um, about, because of what I'm about to tell you now. So I started with this coach and to link this back to the first story, I was given a diet. I was given a set strict meal plan Um, and there was one food I remember more than any of the other ridiculous foods I was told that I had to eat to see changes and that was turkey rashers. Now I'd never eaten turkey rashers in my entire life, I didn't like turkey rashers and I remember being really confused why I wasn't able to eat bacon medallions but I was able to eat turkey rashers because I'd looked at the nutrition and they were pretty much the same, there were like two calories in difference, like one gram of protein in difference, it was essentially the same food. And more importantly, I didn't like turkey rashes, but the authority paradigm kicked in and I thought, well, he knows what he's doing. Look, look, look at his following, you know, that whole influencer celebrity culture really kicked in. Um, and I did what I was told. Now, bearing in mind that I was already a few months into my year long nutrition qualification by this point, I, I, I'm quite embarrassed by the fact that I just put my head down and just got on with it. But like I say, that authority paradigm kicked in. And anyway, I lost weight, you know quote unquote, it worked if you like, but I also lost a heck of a lot more. I lost a lot of fitness. 
if not all my fitness, probably the most unhealthy I've ever been. I lost all of my muscle strength in the gym. I lost my libido for six weeks to the point where I actually became concerned because my body weight plummeted so drastically and so unhealthily, I didn't have any kind of libido. I wasn't sleeping. My skin was going grey. I felt wiped and exhausted all of the time. Bear in mind, I was still full-time teaching year six at this point, preparing for the SATs. It was not ideal. And one of the most heartbreaking parts of this for me was that I missed out on many many social events during this 12-week period and I missed out on saying goodbye to one of my best friends who is about to go and travel to Australia and I have only just seen her now so three and a half years later pretty much um I've only just seen her so I didn't didn't say goodbye didn't get to see her didn't get to go out and celebrate and to make the most of this social event and this time with her because I wouldn't go to the restaurant I wouldn't drink you know wouldn't go out and, and drink um, alcohol or even go out and drink coke because of the calories and I and I, you know that really upsets me that I missed out on that time and there were many many more nasty side effects which I'll tell you about in a second Needless to say, I finished this coach's program and notice how I say I finished their program, not my program, because it literally wasn't tailored to me whatsoever. And I had a really, really difficult relationship with food. So cue some disordered eating tendencies, over restricting my food, pretty much you know borderline binge eating. And I regained all of the weight that I'd lost in the past 12 weeks and then some in literally three to four weeks. And the reason that I'm sharing this story with you is to show you that you're not alone if you've experienced this before, even if it's not to that extreme, just the fact that you feel, you know, you may have stopped, started diets, you may have yo-yo with diets, you may feel that you are the problem, you may feel that, okay, it's just you, you can't do this. I want to share that story with you because that is simply not true. And I don't want anyone to fall into the trap that I did with that really, really terrible coach. When it comes to your diet, I want you to think of it as everything you consume, not this set restrictive meal plan. I want you to think of it as your life, okay? Your food, your environment, even who you spend the most time with. Diet actually comes from dieta, which broadly means a way of life in Greek or ancient Greek, I think it was. I'm not a, um, I'm not a historian, so bear with me on that one. But diet comes from dieta. And this means that we need to look at all parts of our life. Your diet means your life, not just what you eat. So that means we need to look at what we consume food-wise. We need to look at how we move our bodies, how we sleep, how we manage our stress, how we look after our mindset. But most importantly, and the thing I want you to take away from this quick episode, is that I want you to think about your lifestyle your family life, your preferences, how you want your life to be. Because I can guarantee that you don't want to never um, go out and have a meal again. You don't want to over-restrict your social occasions. You don't want to say no to everything that you enjoy food-wise. You don't want to have to be a hermit to be healthy. Because when we look at it, that's not. Health is a harmony between different parts of our life. It cannot be made It cannot be created from over-restriction and it complete imbalance with different parts of your health. Health is about physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, financial health. All of these things come into play. I want you to really think about your goals and I want you to look at the small changes. In fact, I want you to look at the smallest change that you can possibly make to build out your approach. Because you don't need somebody else's diet. You need your way of doing things. And just to finish this episode off, please do not go on another generic off-the-shelf restrictive diet because we all know how that's going to end. Anyway, team, 
I hope this episode has resonated with you. I hope there's been something that you can take away from this. Have an amazing weekend and I'll be back here Monday with another very special guest interview episode. Take care.